got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, we got them screaming D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, D-Lo, we your number one spot, we your number one spot for some sports, huh, got the city going crazy when we work, huh, we top two, but we ain't two, we in first, huh, and when you need the real, we is who you search, huh, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, KC, D-Lo, we Those air horns signify a couple of things. The trade deadline has officially passed. It's passed. And the Sacramento Kings get a victory. Now, I know not everybody's feeling like a winner right now. Turn that up. And we're going to talk about it. But they did get the win last Let's night. Let's go. They do not know what Sacktown brings. Win on the low, that's a Sacktown thing. Talking about us, it's a bounce out thing. Must they forgot we some Sacramento Kings. Whole squad going crazy, yeah, we back with it. Northern Cali going crazy, one sack winning. If you doubted us, then ain't no back spinning. This is real right here, ain't no catfishing. Uh-uh. Uh, so tell me what you see now. See now. Coming down the lane off the rebound. Oh, it's 916 now. now. Look towards the sky like the beam now. That's our man, Young Zell, right there yeah, on the yeah, intro. Yeah, we yeah, welcome yeah, you yeah, yeah. into the official start of this Thursday, February 9th edition of D-Lo and KC. Happy birthday to my older sister. I'm hey. Damian Barling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And it seems last night's thrilling win against the Houston Rockets is going to have to take a back seat because the trade deadline has officially uh, came and went. And every single player (laughs) that we discussed as a potential target for the Sacramento Kings, be it Mason Plumlee, Uh Bones Highland, Uh uh, be it Darius Baisley, I believe every single one, may, has, except maybe Josh Richardson. No, he's gone. He's, he's gone too. Yeah, he's gone too. Every <laughs> single person we talked about was traded <laughs> to someone other than the Sacramento Kings. Uh, the Sacramento Kings got a practice that gets underway at 1 o'clock. To the best of my understanding, uh, there, there there will be media availability. I, I don't know if Matisse that includes. Matisse We didn't mention him. Uh, Matisse Thibel indeed traded. Um, so I, I, I absolutely understand a lot of Kings fans are frustrated uh, because the Sacramento Kings didn't make any moves at this deadline, and, and I think Sacramento Kings are, fans are, are more frustrated because it feels like some teams around them got better. Maybe in some cases, some teams around them got a lot better. Mm-hmm. KC, let's, let's dive into that. Let's and it's get it. It's going to take us all four hours. It is Batty Thursday, by the yeah, way. Man. Uh, Olivia, Sarah, Matt, all here with us. Um, we saw Dallas last night. I don't think we saw a true uh, indication of what the Dallas Mavericks will look like because Luka Doncic wasn't there. We all know that Kyrie can lead a team. We all know that Luka Doncic can lead a team. The question regarding that deal has been, can Luka and Kyrie lead a team together? Mm-hmm. All right, you got that. You've got the Phoenix Suns in the 10 o'clock deal last Ooh. night that sent Kevin what? Durant were to you, the, to, to you, the Phoenix were Suns. Were you awake? Uh, I was. Okay. I was. Um, I was not about to start tweeting. It, it would have kept me up all night if I dove too deep into that. Um, I had actually just silenced everything and put the phone on the on on the on the little stand. And oh God. Okay, I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not getting caught up in it. So I just kind of. I I saw it. I, I knew what happened. It's like I'll deal with this in yeah. the morning. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Phoenix, 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 who was already a top six team, was one we were kind of talking about from jump. It was one we were a little worried about from jump. It was one that when you look at like the Kyrie thing, like when, when Kyrie was traded, my first thought was, okay, I'm glad he didn't land in Phoenix. I'm glad, like I, I could have seen that have been being, mm-hmm. being really tough for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but they went and got Kevin Durant. They're already a top six team. Okay. Like I get it. I get concerns there. We're going to try to bring some levity to that Phoenix Suns situation, but I, I, I get why everyone's concerned. Uh, we've got the Clippers as a top team in the West anyways. Yep. Um, they, I'm going to stop short of saying rehauled their roster, but boy, by by the time Russ hits the buy, buyout market, I, they're 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 going to be feeling pretty good about where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. They made some they made some big time moves for for what they're trying to do, man. And, and like you, you said it best. I think half of those players that I named about the for the Kings all landed in for, in Los Angeles. <laughs> Seriously. In fact, Seriously. I think if you total it all together, everyone Kings fan, they landed in Los Angeles one way or another. <laughs> Whether you're wearing Clippers or, or Lakers uniform, they they, land, they landed somewhere yeah. uh, in Southern California, and then we'll get into some stuff that's debatable. Like, how do you feel about Portland? Mm. How do you feel about Minnesota? How do you feel about Utah? How do you feel about the Pelicans? The Fel- the Pelicans let the, the traded Devontae Graham. I know. I wanted Devontae Graham. I like them. You know, I yeah. always like. Yeah, Devontae Graham. that's my boy. And they they traded him for Josh Richardson and. There's a couple of things going on here with a lot of these trades. Did the team that made the trade get better? Now, we're not talking about the Suns or even Dallas, even though Dallas is debatable too, but we're not talking about, I'm, I'm not talking that. about that or even the Lakers or anything like that. When you talk about Portland, when you talk about New Orleans, when you talk about what Memphis did, those type of trades, even the Warriors, did number one, did those teams really get better? Or did they just make a deal to make a deal? And number two, are those players that came in those trades, are they better than what you have when you're talking about the Sacramento Kings? Like, right now, is is I'll just throw out a name. Is Josh Richardson better than Terrence Davis? Um, I mean, you know, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I mean, he, I like, I I'm going to say Richardson's no, too. Good. I he like might Josh be, Richardson. Yeah, I'm not he, he might be, but it's not like, it's not like Katie. It's not like whoa, <laughs> right? Like how much? How much? So like, oh, we got we got to go get Josh Richardson, or no, we we got how much better would you be getting, and at what cost? Like if the team chemistry and, and the way this, the cohesion with this unit is going is a one, would you be willing to give up some of that just to just to make a move? Really, just to Josh Richardson coming in, like he's. A, they're about the same player. I'm not even going to say who's better or not. They're about the same level of player. Like, I, I'm not I'm not really into making moves to, to just to make the moves. And I don't think Monty McNair is either. Yeah, and, and that's that's clear. Um, he's not into moves to just 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 for the sake of making moves. And I, and I think we'll I, I think we'll pose this question. We've asked this question all week because we talked yesterday and I, I didn't feel like there was a, an, an angry response to this conversation we had, maybe with James being the lone exception who didn't <laughs> like this conversation. But I think we both said yesterday, the, the question was asked, do you think something happens in the mm-hmm. next 24 hours? And you and I both said, no, Mm-mm. we don't. And it wasn't that we wanted, didn't want them to. It wasn't that we didn't see a window to them. It certainly wasn't that we had any information that they weren't going to. Right. We just didn't think they were. And 
we rationalize that with I, I and this is what I'll ask everyone who's upset with the Kings right now. Would if you take take Mason Plumley now, you're not taking Mason Plumley off Charlotte. We'll, we'll take Mason Plumley off of the Clippers, mm-hmm. and you put him in Sacramento. Okay, there's a name that's been talked about for weeks, mm-hmm. months. What's that do? What, right. Realistically, what do you think that it does? Because Phoenix still made the moves, right. right? Right. The Clippers still made a plethora of other moves that didn't involve Mason Plumley. The Dallas Mavericks made their moves. The Lakers made their moves. The Minnesota Timberwolves made their moves. What does a Mason Plumley trade look like? And you can swap out Mason Plumley. You could throw in Bones Highland. Mm-hmm. What does the Bones Highland trade mean? If, if Bones Highland is in Sacramento, what's that do for Sacramento when you take into account everything else that happened? Matisse Thibel. I wanted Matisse Thibel here. I was significantly higher on him than you. But, so we're going to take Matisse Thibel off of Portland, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll take Thibel off of Portland and we'll put him in Sacramento. Phoenix still happened. Dallas still happened. L.A., Minnesota, Utah, all of that stuff still happened. What does it mean? And I think the it was that big of a deal? Not to me. Not to me. I'm not saying it wasn't important. I'm not saying bringing those guys wouldn't be a good move or anything like that. I'm just saying that I said it when we were talking about it originally like two weeks ago. You're not going to make the playoffs or not make the playoffs because of Mason Plumlee. You're going to make the playoffs or not make the playoffs based on this roster that you have and if they execute and perform up to the standards that you're looking at them to do. Mason, It doesn't mean Mason Plumlee or Josh Richardson or Bones Island couldn't help you. Absolutely. They could be beneficial. But that's not the X factor with trying to make this, these playoffs. So it, to me, it's just not. So they had if they had a deal to make that would have – made sense, would have hoped they would have been able to to get it done. I don't know if they did or not. I know that they didn't make a move. And I'm still okay with the with the roster. I'm still okay with the squad. And let's also we 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 talk about this two three times a year. The trade deadline, the draft, and free agency. And 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 what's the word that we always use when we talk about those three things? Hope. Mm. It's something we conjure up in our imagination. Hmm. Hope and change. Mm-hmm. Hope and change. If we just change this. Last year, uh, what? how many times did we hear that stupid-ass phrase, swing for the fences, <laughs> over and over and over and over again? Okay, he did. Yeah, He swung... And guess what? As of this point, with 28 games left in the season, 27 games left in the season, whatever it is, mm-hmm. he had a home run. Mm-hmm. All right. So now here we are. Now what do we – oh, we just, we just wanted some fine tu- tuning. Word. Okay. So the Mason Plumleys, the Matisse Stiebels, those, those – you, you, Matisse Stiebel, like I, I see this in here. Matisse Stiebel would have meant defense. Right. <laughs> Got you. You're right. Matisse Stiebel's a great defender. So is Davion Mitchell. How is it working out having one lockdown defender on your squad? How's that look for the entire team? Did they give up 100 and whatever it was the other night, a couple nights ago to, 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 to New Orleans? That was, that, that, that yep. was the Kings team, right? Yep. Oh, but Matisse Thibel would have changed that? 
What are we doing? We're just talking. That's what we we're, doing. We're, 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 begging, we're begging for change just for the sake of change's sake. Right. And I'm not. I believe there are reasons the Sacramento Kings could have used help on this roster. I do not, as virtually as the case in every conversation we have, agree with James that I think like the 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 starting the 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 top eight is gonna like die in the next twenty eight games. <laughs> I just I don't believe I don't that. Believe it either. This team is much better when the bench is clicking like it was last night, mm-hmm. and it last night was a very rare scenario of. The bench being really good and the starters being sketchy, but it ended with the Kings getting a win. Mm-hmm. And to think that everything is going to sputter and fall apart because Mason Plumley isn't here, or Darius Baisley, or Bones Highland, or Matisse Thibel, I think is a bit silly. You either believe in what Monty McNair has built with this team, or you don't. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Simple as that. Let's address this because this is well. Let's not. Let's let's step out here, here. Here, I'm gonna give John Paul some love. Is Harrison Barnes a guarantee guarantee to resign? What if he walks for nothing? We'll address that when we return here. And oh, I'm not feeling good about it. Okay, all right, Stilo and Casey here on Sacramento Sports Leader. We're just getting started. We're with you for the next four hours on ESPN 1320. And KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Well, people are already upset over the trade deadline. I get the feeling there's more bad news coming our way. I wasn't going to do Drake Barnes today on trade deadline day. I'm not doing Drake Barnes today. Business, whether it was good business or whether it was, uh, uh, you know, sad business, happy, it don't. Mm-hmm. Today was for business. I have Drake Barnes ready. We can play it tomorrow if you guys want. Oh no, the Drake bars come after wins. Still, ce- well, it's still celebrating the win. There's no game in between it. It could have. It's like it's like if they won on Saturday, and didn't have a game on Monday. Yeah, I don't know. It would be great if if if, if someone from the free game crew. Uh, you know, those yeah. are your those are your people. Those are my guys, man. Those are the young boys, you know. And I say that respectfully and affectionately. It just dawned you know? on me. I have Sean P's number. I could. Hey, man, will you <laughs> take ten? It take him ten seconds to come up with a Kings rap. <laughs> Got, Those are my guys. Those we, are my guys. We got Young Zell in the studio to make an intro quicker than we got Sean P to do a, a, a freestyle Sean P, on the Kings. Kane, you know what I'm saying? Madman only came through one time. Yeah, hey, he came through out the gate, though. Yeah, he like did. He's like, he I'm did. setting the standard for my crew. Free game, man. Where my justice, where my people at, though? Uh, phone lines are open for you. I, I do want to mention this. We Two things regarding uh, uh, listening habits. If you're on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320. And a lot of you are. We greatly appreciate you being here. Uh, hit the thumbs up uh, on the video. Hit the subscribe buttons as well. And vote in the poll question. Do you think the Kings missed the playoffs? Top six. Do you think the Kings missed the playoffs because they didn't make a trade? Mm. 72% of the voters say no. Mm, I agree with them. Let's hear what Lizzie has to say. 916 916- 909-1320. The phone lines are open for you all day long. Again, 916-909-1320. What's happening, Lazy? Yo, D-Lo and KC, what's good, Kenfolk? Okay. Hey, what's good, Kenfolk? <laughs> what's up with it? Hey, Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, KC, I have a question. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
quick question for KC. Uh, What's up, man? Everyone's talking about Durant to the Suns, Kyrie to the Mavs. Casey, I'm, uh, my question was, what do you think about your Lakers getting back D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Vanderbilt, and Mo Bamba? I think Lakers could actually get in the playoff picture now. I think they got a good little squad. First and foremost, don't be disrespectful, Lazy. I ain't no my Yeah, don't Lakers. say Happy New Year. Oh, Stop it. Both of you, stop it. Ain't no my Lakers and all this other nonsense. Don't be disrespectful, Okay, Lazy. Lake Show. What the hell is that? I don't even know who said that, to be honest with you. But anyway, don't be disrespectful. The Lakers, the Lakers are Cool. They got they got some cool little police. I, I they got better. They got better. They got better. They got I don't better. know. I don't know how much better. I mean, we talk like see. Here's the, here's the crazy thing, right? We talking about Mo Bamba, and I, I I like Mo Bamba more than most, but I can't I can't dispute the fact that last time we saw him on the court, it was for fighting. Well, well that's all right. You know that that's that's it. Everybody wants we, to fight we, Austin what's Rivers. The, what's the Mo Bamba highlight package? We don't we don't have it's that. him punching Austin Rivers. Anytime <laughs> you punch Austin Rivers, that's slide one on the highlight. That's it. You know, I saw something yesterday. Um, Austin Rivers. Remember when he hit that game winner at Chapel Hill? Nope. You don't stop it. One of the great moments in uh, Duke, North Carolina history. That was Austin. That was Austin Rivers Austin that Rivers, did that. Yeah. Wow. Hit the game winner uh, at Chapel Hill. Blocked that buzzer out of my beater, mind. Whatever the case may be, but. Guess who was walking off the court? Who? Harrison Barnes. Oh. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know whether it's like, dang, Austin Rivers been out of Man. college that long. Wow. Or it's like, damn, Harrison's younger I than I thought. I didn't put the <laughs> math together on that at all. Um, same draft class. That's crazy. I think Malik Beasley's good too. Like you, you got a no, bunch they're good, of they're good ball you, you got a bunch of like 25, 26 year olds coming in on a on a roster that the day before last. Felt like it was fifty. Yeah, they they got better, but I don't know if they're looked at as uh, guaranteed top six. So, um, or let's, some people are trying to even say championship contender. Let's I, I definitely don't see that. Let's let's look at that for a second. They're a team that's twenty five and thirty right now, and that's it's only a game and a half back from six. No, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's uh, two games back from the play-in, from the from the bottom rung of the play-in, and it's four and a half, four back from four and a half back from the sixth spot. You know, one thing that that I don't think people talk about um, when they're when they're addressing, or getting all worried about the Kings and everybody getting better and all this other stuff. A lot of these teams. Play each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not right. like everybody's just got right. the, the Eastern Conference and and all the wins are gonna you know g- yep. come from the bottom. Lakers got to play the Western Conference teams. Yep. Suns got to play the Mavericks a few times. Clippers got to play the Suns a few times. Like that's the virtue of being where the Kings are right now. And a lot of people are talking about, and I understand it. Kings got six games against the Suns and the Mavericks left. Well, we don't know in two of those games what's going on with Luka Doncic. So there's that. Yep. And then Tuesday, you're probably going to play the Suns at the easiest point. Anybody will play the Suns for the rest of the season. Right there's before no, the All-Star break? Or? Well, there's no Kevin Durant, yeah. and there's no Michael Bridges or Cam Johnson. Mm. I'm not saying it's an easy game, mm-hmm. but when you talk about, oh, my gosh, they got to play the Suns three times. Well, it's not the same Suns you're thinking about. Chris Paul might be hurt by then, too. Chris Paul might be hurt. I mean, not gonna, I don't wish that upon him at all. <laughs> no. Or he might not be hurt and just put up six. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, so, I, I don't know. Like Chris Paul is at a different. 
age hit him quick. Hey, hey man, if somebody said last night, Chris Ball turned around too quick, he might be out six to eight weeks. <laughs> that is cold. <laughs> he, uh, he, he turned around, somebody called his name, he might be out come on, who, six to eight weeks. Who we got here? Let's get Manny. Uh, Manny, 916-909-1320. What's happening, Manny? What's up, y'all? Manny, what's up, my hey. guy? I ain't heard from my man in a minute. Hey, it's been a, it's been long work days, man. Long work I days. You. I feel you. Look, to me, the trading deadline. I always look at it in three parts, right? I look at the teams that are top contenders, the the big dogs. I look at the teams that are dismantling, and then you have the guys that are either just in the middle, trying to build to that point, right? And you don't know which direction they're going to go long term. And I feel like that's where the Kings are at. Like we're building towards the future. There's no reason just because everybody else out doing something. It's, I didn't look at them as necessarily title contenders this year. I looked at them as playoff contenders. It's a build and there's no reason to go mortgage the future or go outrageously pay for something mm -hmm. for this year. Mm -hmm. You got the buyouts that are going to happen. If you need to pick up someone to back up some positions, mm -hmm. you're solid in your top five. Right. And there's the off season to address anything you need going forward, but to mortgage the future because you're all excited about getting, which I get, I get the hype and everything that's going on, but the <clears throat> ship is steadily sailing. Let's not try to, let's not, we don't, we're, we're on a good path. Let's stick to that. I, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't disagree with it, with, with a thing Manny said, mm -hmm. but I'm going to, I'm going to play the frustrated fan for a second. Okay. I, I don't feel like a lot of these fans think that teams mortgage their future. Like, we're seeing second-round picks getting thrown at a rate I don't think we have. I have never seen anything like I've seen today where tweet after tweet after tweet just said five second-round picks, five second-round picks, five mm -hmm. second-round picks. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, how many second-rounders are on the Kings roster? <laughs> Like so, I don't, I don't, and 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 I think in 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 Manny, I'm 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 speaking for people I haven't talked to. I think the frustration is like, wait, we had that, we had that, wait, wait, we could have done that, and I think that's what always gets fan bases the most is when you look at a player, when you look at a deal, and you realize the the capital that you had. If we're talking draft, you had the draft capital that you had versus what was given up. Or the, you know, fifteenth man on the roster that was given. Like, hey, how did we not get in on that? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm a, I'm of the belief maybe it's not that simple. Maybe it's not as simple as, hey, I got five first round picks too, and I've got Alex Lynn, or I've got five first round picks, and I've got this, or I've got that. I don't, I, I don't think it's that simple. Just because your trade machine said it works doesn't mean it actually does for the general managers involved. Exactly. And, and we're dealing with real people. We're dealing with real, real people, real relationships. You could have everything that um, the Clippers asked for to get Mason Plumlee or whatever the case may be. He may not want to do a deal with you. It may not even be personal. Yeah. It may be this is my guy. You know, he, he looked out for me. Um, you know, two years ago at the deadline. You know, it's time for me to return yep. that favor. Or you know, or man, I, I'm good with his agent. His agent is. These are the other little things that people never really talk about yep. when you talk about making these deals. So when you just look at what was given up and all this other stuff, yeah, I understand. I'm not, um, you know, coming down anybody's lane for for being upset with that. But there's other factors that go into making a deal, not just the assets that are out there. Uh, let's mention my man. His, his, his name's too long, so I'm just gonna call him Lucky. Lucky. 
Little lucky. Lucky says Kings will not be in third for long. We'd be intent if the West started the season this way. <laughs> well, guess what, little lucky? It didn't. <laughs> little lucky, there's 28 games left. Why are we manufacturing scenarios to which the Kings <laughs> would be worse? Why do why why are you doing that? The Sacramento Kings are in third. Regardless of what happens tomorrow, mm-hmm. they still gonna be in third. Still gonna be in third. Still gonna be in third. At some point, the season's gonna run out. <laughs> and if you believe the Sacramento Kings are gonna collapse, if you believe, you know, in a week they could be eleventh. Okay. We, we've seen that. It didn't take a week. It took significantly longer than a week. Mm-hmm. So what you're telling me right now is because the Sacramento Kings didn't go get Mason freaking Plumley, they're going to lose 10 straight like the New Orleans Pelicans did. And, oh, by the way, those same New Orleans Pelicans who last week were in 11th, you know where they're at now? They're at 7th. Mm. Mm. It's the nature of the conference right now. If you really believe Matisse Thibel and, and, and Mason Plumley and Bones Highland and Darius Basley, Josh Richardson, that is what is going to avoid a nine-game winning streak that's going to knock – a nine-game losing streak that's going to knock the Sacramento Kings out of playoff contention. God bless you. Your, your basketball knowledge is deeper than mine. Yeah. I, and like I said, I'm just I'm – not, I'm not seeing it that way. I'm not seeing it out the way. And like like I continue to talk about, you talk about Mason Plumlee. Mason Plumlee, a, a better ball player than Metsu, um, better defender than Metsu, you know. But what does that do for the offense? Everybody looks at it like, you know, he's good at Sabonis with the dribble handoffs and all this other stuff. Well, he's not Sabonis. No matter how good no matter how good he is at the dribble handoff, can he finish? Can, can he make his free throws? Mm-hmm. Does he have a jump shot like Sabonis? None of the above. He's not DeMontis Sabonis. Just because he can go through the dribble handoff, that don't that really don't even matter. Because in the backup unit, Malik Monk is handling the rock. We've seen how that works. So there's pluses and minuses to all this. So so you, you, you'd be concerned with, the, with those players that we mentioned about bad free throw shooting. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Because the Kings were 28 of 30 from the free throw line last night. Mm. In a game they won by two. Mm-hmm. Let's get Rob on the phone. Rob, talk to me. 919-1320. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys. What's going on, big dog? How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for having me on. Um, so, I, I mean, I, initially, I totally agreed with more of the fans than you guys about, like, oh, we needed to make a move, watching all these teams make moves that are, you know, around us, uh, and just watching them get better, making moves. And then it, it starts to sink in. I totally agree with you guys about Plumlee. I've been saying I don't like that idea from the get-go because he's a free agent next year. So why are you going to give up a guy to go get a free a guy you get signed in the summer? And, I mean, unless you're looking at dumping salary, which I get that. I mean, my big question is TD, Terrence Davis. I love TD. He's a great mm-hmm. player. He's helped us. He's, he's, he's been great. I have nothing but love for him. But my thing is he's a free agent this year. And I just don't see us resigning him when we have homes and Domas as free agents. I mean, he's making $4 million this year. He's playing great. Teams are watching him. They're gonna, there's going to be teams out there, I have to imagine, that are going to offer him more than $4 million, and we aren't going to be able to match that. So mm. I, I, I understand I think, that. Yeah. I think we might just lock TD for nothing in this offseason, so why not make a move for him for Thibel? No, I don't think Thibel's going to push the needle forward like everyone's saying, we needed to go get this guy or we're not going to be a third seed. Thibel's not going to keep us in the third seed. But if we got Thibel... 
and then maybe traded Holmes for Wiseman or Pirtle. Jakob Pirtle in that could do something. And, now, now, Rob, I got you, but doesn't Philadelphia and San Antonio have a say in this? Mm. And okay, you know what? We're, we're going to get to Terrence Davis in a second. We'll get to Terrence Davis and Harrison Barnes in a second. But uh, our man E Biz, uh, he's been he's been hanging tight for a minute. E Biz, what's up, baby? E Biz, man. We got too many emotional Kings fans, all right? Because look at all the people that were getting emotional before this at the beginning of the season did not even expect us to even be in the third place even right now. That's first of all. Everybody needs to chill. Straight up. Everybody needs to chill about us not getting anybody right here. You guys need to have hope in the team because you can't find a lot of us did not see us here. But, hey, we are. Believe in the team. Don't let some negative reporters like James Ham get you guys oh, all nervous. No. Oh, yeah. Believe in the squad. I love I love E-Biz. He did. Everybody needs to chill. <laughs> he damn near sounded emotional telling everybody not to be emotional. <laughs> love you, E-Biz. And, and now, now, wait a minute. James hasn't even had the chance to be yeah, negative yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave James out of this. We'll get James asked tomorrow. <laughs> let, let, let James be negative before we kill James for being negative. Um... We got one more, right? Uh, oh, Matthew, my bad. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Matthew, what's happening, Matthew. baby? Hey, what's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? Good, man. Good. All right. So, I I think McNair was put in a tough position this trade deadline because I think you're right. A lot of these role players probably wasn't they wasn't going to make a big difference either way. Uh, but when you look at the future of this team, like Harrison is going to be a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. And if the Kings think that he's going to resign with them, that's probably going to cost you, what, $25 million a year around that? So when you look uh, at Fox, the bonus, you think that's – all right, so what, I, maybe I, like 20, 22? I, I, I think we can go a little lower. Yeah, I but think we'll, going to be in the teens. Yeah, I think so. going to be in the teens. I think so. Okay. All right, but he's a free agent. So, you know, if a team if a team want him, it could drive the bidding up a little bit. Sure. So mm-hmm. – so if it if if your core at that price is going to be Sabonis, Fox, and Harrison, that's a big chunk of your salary cap. Do y'all think that's like enough to be? You know, that's not enough to be a title contender, right? So it kind no. of puts you in a weird position. I I I got you, Matthew. Um, I I don't think there was a move out there to make this team a title contender, and this right. was a this was a conversation that we had all off season. And all leading up until 37 minutes ago, mm-hmm. the Harrison Barnes thing. And I thought we had established probably a month ago, maybe longer. You're not, you don't trade Harrison Barnes. Not now, not with where this franchise is at, not with where this particular team is at. Mm-hmm. You do not trade Harrison Barnes. And, uh, you know, J- John Poles, we go back to John Poles' remark earlier on YouTube.com slash ESPN 1320. Is Harrison Barnes a guarantee to resign? No, he's not. What if he walks for nothing? Well, then he walks for nothing. And, that, and, the, and that's what happens. Like, what would you rather have them do? Would you rather have them trade him just for the sake of trading him and say, hey, we got something back for him, and then you're really in trouble because a guy who can contribute on your to your team on a nightly basis is 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 gone. And, oh, by the way, the conference still got better. So you just got rid of one of your key offensive players. You got rid of one of your key players, period. And the rest of the conference got better. Yeah, absolutely. And 
And I, I look at this thing. I know last year, for a lot of the time before the trade deadline, I was like, yo, Monty got to do something. He's got to do something. He's just letting the season die, you know. And I was really on him to make a deal. That's not what this year is. It's not what this year is. He's done his work. He's built this roster up to the point where it's a playoff roster. It is a playoff roster. It's a playoff team. And he can be a little selective with what he wants to do with some of these trades. He he has earned that right, not only with what he's done putting this team together, but the record that they have out there. He doesn't have to make a panic trade or do something just to do something. If the right deal didn't come along, he didn't have to do it. Here's the other thing, and I know this isn't, you know, this isn't sexy to talk about or to, 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 to even think about, is once again, Monty needs somebody else to make a deal with him. Yeah. We don't know if he offered something or didn't offer anything. We don't know if he didn't offer Terrence Davis, didn't offer a number of second-round picks, yeah. and those things just weren't enough for those guys that he was trying to make a deal with. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. So that this year, I think – I don't want to say Monty is Teflon, but he damn near is. He has proven at every turn – that he has a, a good grasp on this franchise, this roster, and, and the vision that he has for this team. And if it didn't work out at the trade deadline, I sit back and I say, all right, something didn't, something didn't work out, whether it was the offer he was trying to make or what people were asking for. Something didn't work out. And he feels comfortable enough with this roster to move forward. And I'm cool with that. Let's roll. Like I, I, I'm. I, I think I'm one of the, the, the few, that I look at that roster, and I don't think it's as bad as other people make it out to be. I think it's good enough to be a top six team in the Western Conference, even now with moves being made, and I still think the roster is good enough. They still like one of the things that hasn't <laughs> been solved is teams. If they score, teams don't catch up with the Kings. And and for a long time we've been talking. They got to play defense. They, I know they got to play defense. But what's the what's the record now? I think we might be at. No, it's not thirty it's, and six. No, it's like twenty eight. <laughs> twenty eight and six. Yeah. When they score one fifteen or more, one fourteen or more. I think Will Z had the stat last night. Twelve and one. One when they score one thirty or plus. Mm-hmm. That still hasn't been solved in this league. That's a Just lot of points. Uh, could we? I just want to mention one other thing, and we want to get to George and and, and and our man Disco Tim here too. Actually, George and Disco Tim, you know what? Let, let's let's do that first. I don't want them to wait. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. What's happening, George? Well, thank you so much for taking my call. I, I mean, what I'm hearing from you guys that there that there isn't really a move that would have improved this team. And I whoa, whoa, really wait a minute, George. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait a second, George. I think there are, are, are moves that could have made the team better. Mm-hmm. I think what we're talking about is what degree better. Mm-hmm. That's all. No, I'm, I'm not saying if, as a fan of the Kings, I wanted to see a slight improvement and that would be good enough for me. Sure. We're talking about Patrick Beverly, that loser, which I think is a troublemaker, <laughs> and a second rounder. And a second rounder from Obama. Aren't you trying to tell me that the Kings wouldn't have been able to offer something a little bit better than that and got Mubamba? Mubamba would have at least helped the Kings just a little bit. I'm not talking about a lot. I'm not 
talking about any huge moves. But at least we need somebody like Obama. I'm just giving you one of the 15 examples. Don't, don't drop him yet, Jesse. Don't I, I, drop him because I, I want to. I want to ask him a question. When I call that man a loser, <laughs> George. I don't dispute that the Kings may have had the ammunition to make that trade, but what do you do if Orlando said, what if you offer it and Orlando says, no, we don't want to do that deal with you. We got to deal with the Lakers. Let me tell you, Patrick Beverly is, 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 is a, you know, how can I say, I think he's a disruptor. Hey, George, wait, George, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It doesn't matter about the player. If Orlando says, yeah, you got a better deal, we'd rather work with the Lakers. What do you do about that? No, obviously we can't, but we don't know such a thing has happened, and we don't really know what we what we even were willing to offer. If, if we would have offered somebody with two second rounders, <laughs> second rounders are nothing. But you just said we don't know what was offered. We don't know if they didn't offer that. You just said it, <laughs> George. We 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 love you, George. <laughs> George called that man a loser. <laughs> a loser. George is going to live in my heart forever. I hope he calls me on that Sherlock and El Grove tip. That is comedy. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we lost Disco Tim. He's off being positive oh, somewhere. Disco means the phone lines are open for you. 916 Tap in with us, man. I want to hear what the people got to say on this trade deadline day. Yes or no? Have we dispelled some myths this week? Like rookie walls? <laughs> Can we dispel another one? What what's you got? We'll do it when we get oh, back. Oh, greeny teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to. No, never mind. It's ESPN 1320. No, no, no. Back to D-Lo and KC. D-Lo and KC on ESPN 1320. Fatty Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Olivia Christian will be with us coming up in about a half hour. Sarah Hodges right after that. Uh, the ultimate baddie, Matt George, will close out the show uh, in the 3 o'clock hour. James Ham may or may not join us. I, I don't know. He, he, he's somewhere angry, I think. Um, I, in fact, I know exactly where he's at. In about 12 minutes, the Kings practice is going to get underway. So, um, if... People, I, people are saying there's a King's press conference. I, 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 I literally know I, nothing I, about not this. Seeing, I'm not seeing. I'm not saying it's not happening. I just don't see. It. Well, let me, let me, let me look it up and see. I mean, if it's if if if, if it's on the uh, King's website, we'll go to it. Um, we don't need notifications. Hang on here. We'll get in here. I just, just said second. I'm not sure what the press conference would be about today. Maybe addressing by maybe the big acquisition of uh, Kessler, uh, Kessler Edwards. Yeah. Put a jersey up and everything, even though he's already played. Oh, that'd be tremendous. <laughs> oh, be... he's already been on the bench. He didn't play yesterday. Why, why can't I? Can find... we take two seconds to talk about the game? Can you do it so I sure. can? I, I don't. I don't I have said, anything about a Monty. Pre- I, I can't find a Monty I, press conference. I, I, I tweeted out. I tweeted out last night, and I meant it. King's got a gift, and I don't care because I love gifts. Mm. Said it on J Street Vibes. I love birthday gifts. I love Christmas gifts. I love Easter gifts. I love Kwanzaa gifts. Mm. I love Juneteenth gifts. Oh, those are my favorite. I love Black History Month gifts. Those are the best, too. So I'll take them all. Okay. I am am never apologetic for a gift, and I won't start last night. I'll take it. It is absolutely insane that the Kings won that basketball game. (laughs) In... 
insane that they won that game. They they were down without the ball with two seconds left Mm. and Mm. won. And and look, one of the gifts they got. I'm gonna be honest with you. We talked about it on the on the on the on the pod. I don't know if Mike Brown caught that timeout before Malik Monk dribbled the ball. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, do you think they put that Not on the two minute report? Not our problem. Uh, it's in their best interest not to. Jackasses. They better not. Uh, they can do whatever they want. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, what, what, what you gonna do? Start taking wins away? <laughs> you gonna set a new care. precedent? And also, when I talk about gifts, don't don't get it twisted. I ain't talking about the foul call on De'Aaron Fox. That, that was, was a, foul. a foul. It was a bad IQ play by uh, a seasoned veteran, Eric Gordon. What are you doing? Mm, he yeah, gave, he gave the Kings uh, a gift. He gave the Rockets uh, the double birds on, on the way, way out of Houston. Hit him with have been the stone traded, cold. That should have been traded five years ago. Hit him with the stone cold. <laughs> he was looking mad in the moment, but he turned and looked at Mike Brown and <laughs> – Gave him the old wink. It's like, I got you, Brody. I got you. <laughs> so, so hell yeah, man. They they shouldn't have won that game um, based on how it was was going, and they found a way to get it done. Uh, I, I was elated last night. Um, we'll talk a lot more uh, about that game. I think there's a lot of different things to talk about uh, as it pertains to that game. But can we dispel another myth this week? Yeah. We said earlier in the week there's no such thing as a rookie wall. And that night we said that Keegan Murray went out and scored 30. Mm -hmm. It's because guys just play bad games sometimes. It happens. It happens whether you've been in the league for 10 years, 5 years, 1 year, 4 months. It happens. Mm -hmm. But we create these scenarios of, oh, this is rookie wall or the all-star haze, like we come up with all of these excuses as to why teams or players are playing bad in a particular moment. Yeah. The latest one is that when we get back from all-star break, everything's going to change. Teams are going to ramp up. The level of competitiveness is going to change. All <laughs> these games are going to get tougher. Things are going to get more difficult in these final 27 games of the season. Yeah. Since F and win. <laughs> when did that happen? I can think of scenarios where it's gone the other direction. Yeah, absolutely. And teams have just been like, we good. Hey, look, people see the finish line in the opposite way. Yeah, we, like, hey. we here. We at the end, man. What, what do I need to do? I ain't getting hurt now. What I need to do? I'm just going to jog down and get this stop. <laughs> ain't ain't going to be me tearing my ACL in the final two months of the season. Not my job. Kill that noise. If you're not happy that the Sacramento Kings made, didn't make a trade today, I got you. Like, I understand that. Don't create reasons to be upset. Like my man Lil Lucky, who said, uh, if, they, if the season started today, the Kings would be 10th. Well, Brody, it doesn't. We're 50 games into this, and they're in third place. That counts for something. Mm-hmm. The season isn't 27 games long. It isn't 28 games long. Things aren't going to change moving forward. Guys can still get injured in game 65 just like they did in 34. Oh, it's after the All-Star break. Things are going to get tough. Oh, you, Steph can't get hurt? Hmm. Kevin Durant can't get hurt? Right. These guys can't get hurt just because, oh, ACL, I'm past the All-Star break. What you doing? 
<laughs> we, I, I'm, I'm convinced. I've said this many, many times. This includes me, you, Jesse James, all of us, sports fans. We are collectively the stupidest group of individuals in existence. There is no one dumber than us. No one dumber than me. You, Jesse, everyone listening to this. We are all collectively irrational human beings. And instead of, man, these dudes had a tough night last night. Well, goddamn, God well, the all-star break is over. What'd you think was going to happen? We didn't get Mason Plumley. <laughs> hey, the season's going to be tough. The Western Conference is a bitch. There's nothing we could do about that. This Kings team is good. You've trusted Monty to this point. You've wanted Monty extended. All right. We hear these dudes. Oh, by the way, I think, I hope, in the next week, we're going to have two All-Stars. You can say it. This is a basketball team with two All-Stars on it. Talk about it. Talk about it. And, 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 and I know he went through a stretch that was a little tough. I'd still argue Malik is one of the best six men in the league. You're you talking about – you took the words right out of my mouth because you're talking about a team with two All-Stars – with an all rookie first team player, he's probably going to be he's probably going to be second in voting yep. in rookie of the year. Yep. A six man of the war, a six man of the year award candidate in Malik Monk, probably the coach of the year in Mike Brown. Mm. You got enough. You left you left something out. Well, I forget the executive. Oh, front office, front office who have pushed literally all the right buttons. For the last 18 months, they're making all the right moves. This team is good, man. I understand why people are cautious. I understand why people are scared. They could they could very well fall out of the top six. I'm not saying it's improbable. I'm not saying it's impossible. But once again, we keep keep saying it. They're not falling out of the top six because they didn't get Josh Richardson mm. or Matisse Thibel or Mason Plumley. They'd be falling out of the top six because the group that they've had that have proven out over the course of 60-something games, 60 games, 59 games, whatever the case may be, have proven how good they are, started to play like they haven't played all season long. They've proved every single time with this team, with this group, They've been questioned. Oh, it's the biggest game of the year. Must win. Got to have it. This stretch right here, they've got to do it. That's been said at least a handful of times. And every single time, they answer the bell. Yep. They answer the bell. It's time to put some respect on these guys' name, man. If you're watching on YouTube.com slash ESPN1320, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, please. Uh, that goes a very long way uh, in helping this show out there in the YouTube world uh, grow. Uh, and while you're there, vote on the poll question. The question is, uh, do you think the Kings missed the playoffs? That's top six because they didn't make a trade. This poll's been up for 40 minutes. 73% of the vote says no. Mm. Sacramento Kings will not miss the playoffs uh, because they didn't make a trade.